even these uh these fake ass we're not really nazi proud boys like they they obscure their uh totalitarian philosophy uh by first of all they have some members in their ranks who are not white men you know um but the, they do really they do they do at that group actually that was um responsible for the brawl in manhattan a few uh, weeks ago um they had you know they they've been shown to have uh black members like oh come on man uh, asian members like and the the one of the one of the keynotes of their philosophy is that they they are self-admitted western misogynists but that still partake in racist behavior that's really fucking weird they've basically made it like well, a physical what? illustration of but some of my best friends are fill in the blank you right, know? It's right, just like, right how can we be racist if we have blah 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 it's members. the united colors of benetton of racism it's question just... mark what the fuck like that's so fucking weird mm. like like how could you be a person of color and be like you know what these racists have a great <laughs> their hell you know say what you want about their po their political beliefs their health policy and their <laughs> dental is amazing. It's like, really, dude? Really? Come on. You see these crowns? You know how much it would have cost me. But they just turned into Samuel L. Jackson and fucking Django and Chain. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, my God. Good, good, good uh, metaphor right there. Yeah. They, um, you know, there are always going to be a few tokens, a few lost souls. Who side with the oppressor? <coughs> Candace Owens. Oh my God. Oh, oh Kanye. You Kanye. Yeezy. Yeezy. Sorry. Are, you're right there, dude. Yeah, you got sorry. a. I got a. You I got, got a, a case of the comedy K's in your throat right there, man. <laughs> Ooh. That's a good one. I like that. <laughs> yeah, man. Always gonna be a few, a few who who are gonna unfortunately have to be left behind. <laughs> yeah. And I'm not talking about the Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, uh, way to bring up a terrible B movie from Nicolas Cage. I'm surprised we didn't watch it. That's how bad it was. You know what was crazy is that I watched. Oh, geez, I'm still adjusting. This is still a warm up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I watched the original Kirk Cameron version of Left Behind. Why? Um, because my parents had a friends of the family who were real Jesus freaks, oh. and um. And they brought over that movie. They were just like, hey, let's watch an action movie. And I was oh like, oh my God, did they I, actually I, call I, it an action movie? Well, yeah, the 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 guy, the 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 yeah, the guy in the relationship was just like, let's watch an I brought an action movie. I was just like And because he knew that I like everybody who knows me eventually runs into like the bedrock that is like uh Pavel's action movie hard on, you know? Um and I he was like, I, you know, I brought something for you to enjoy. I was like, all right, great. What is it? Well, it's like a, it's like a political thriller, and it's got a supernatural element. And I'm just like, oh man, sign me up. And it's got Kirk Cameron in it. Growing pains, <laughs> and the, boner and such. Alan Thick, Robin Thick's father. <laughs> Sorry. And in the background, you just hear. Wait, that's that's family ties. Is it the same pains, thing? Growing pains is. <laughs> 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 I 
Oh, that's right. Don't feel that together, sucking the dick of love. Oh my God, he's really committing to this. We got the world spinning right in our hands with a ray of shot. Oh God. Your hair is your hair is feathering as you sing know, that. Right? Like it's, it is. <laughs> gotta keep, wow. Gotta keep the tips down. Gotta keep the tips. Do I? Uh, I applaud you for committing and remembering that. I was a fan. That's where DiCaprio got his start. You know what? I I watched all those. Uh, all those shows as well. And what were we talking about? <laughs> we, oh. um, so Kirk Cameron movie. Oh yeah, Kirk Cameron house. left left behind. Um, so your that happened. Some family friends made you watch it. Yeah. And when uh, they put it on, and you were just like, "All right, action movie." <laughs> At what point did you know that? As soon as it, as the first frame, I was just like, <laughs> "Kirk Cameron's just in the first frame." <laughs> Just standing there. Yeah, just uh, he was sitting on a on an uh, oh, oh no 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 he was yeah he was standing on some kind of he's a reporter called Buck. <laughs> oh man, because when you, you look, know this is based on a fucking series of books. Did you know that? Yes, I did know that. Holy I did shit. know that. When you look at Kirk Cameron, that's what you think, Buck. Yeah, Buck. <laughs> and uh, yeah, apparently it's it's uh, you know it's a modern take on the Book of Revelations. Um, horrible CGI planes exploding in the air. Mm-hmm. Um, Kirk Cameron's wife. I don't think you. I don't know if you remember Growing Pains that much, but his wife was on that, and I, I thought she was real pretty. Okay. Um, oh my <sighs> God, the things we were. Subject- I'm, I'm surprised we we came out of. We came out of that era not becoming like, the tokens of of that time, like. Um, Back to your comedy case, like the can- becoming like the Candace Owens and the Kanye Wests of the world. Oh yeah, right. I'm pretty sure there was some sort of subliminal programming happening there, but I'm not. <laughs> I'm not going to go into like conspiracy theory land just yet. Like that's what they show you when you go into like the you know, the Candace Owens re- re-education camp oh, for God. people of color. Oh, that <laughs> that sent a chill down my spine. I know, right? Jeez. Like in Trump's, like, imagine Trump, like, wins 2020, and oh. it becomes, like, a dystopian X-Men type of universe. Oh, or, or, like, even worse, like, it becomes, like, a, th- when Ned Flanders rules the world. Oh, that's exactly like, what I was thinking of. Really? <laughs> oh, my God. Like the, like, the liquid TV rises up out of the floor. It's like, <laughs> you know, Candace Owens is like, all right, people of color, time for re-education. Oh, no. It's uh, like just relax and let the hooks do their work. Yeah. Oh. What are you laughing at? You know, <laughs> uh, we're devolving into Simpsons, uh, as we always do. Yeah, as we always do. Yeah. But I guess, uh, I guess we should let you guys know that I'm Ernesto Mancio, not Pablo Morali Martinez, and together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Welcome back. You Welcome made, back. You made it. You made it after the midterms. Yeah, you did it. Good for you guys. Pat yourself on the back. You have that sticker rocking the whole I voted. That's right. Oh, man. That's right. That's, Shine on, you crazy diamond. That's the <laughs> that's the only thing that appeared on Instagram. Just people and their I voted stickers and, of course, more drawings of Bowsette. 
Oh, yeah. so, I guess you weren't on Tumblr that night, huh? No, no, I was on. I was on Instagram. I'm just okay. like voted, voted Bowsette. What? The, oh, why, really? Oh, okay. Why? You know? Damn, she's so fucking popular. She endures. Yeah. And still, she persisted. Yeah. Yes. So. <laughs> Don't use that in terms of Bowsette, dude. But it's true. I mean, she's. Uh, here comes a segue. You okay. ready for this? All right. Speaking of, she persisted. The notorious. RBG yes. continues her lifespan nice. of greatness. Blam. Blam. <laughs> How badass is she? Because she actually fell down the the evening before. And, of course, it must have hurt like hell. Went home, <laughs> slept it off. And when she woke up in the morning, she's like, it still hurts. I should probably go to the hospital. Shit, man. With three be- broken ribs in between Krav and she, nobody, nobody reported this, but she actually uh, uh, went to her Muay Thai class. What the and fuck? Beat every opponent she was paired up against. <laughs> Still a beginner, crazy. <laughs> That's unbelievable. I I would love to be a fly on the wall. I know. Yes. Wow. <laughs> But she still like works out though, <laughs> like in all, all seriousness aside, she still like works out hard, like a lot. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, she's, man, she's really amazing. I got to say, she is. Oh, please keep living. Yes, keep living please. for the love of God, Ruth. Please, <laughs> we are reaching out to you, Ruth. Please live. Twitter was was going crazy. Like people were offering their ribs to her. It's just like anything, just to keep this woman alive. Yeah. To keep her going. Was that meme of Wakanda? Yes. <laughs> They're like, we'll replace it with vibranium ribs. <laughs> like, All right. Oh, I'd love to see that. I joked. I was just like, you know, Wakanda offers uh, to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg's ribs uh, with vibranium. Meanwhile, Justice Brett Kavanaugh was uh, offered by Deadpool to suck a bag of dicks. <laughs> Oh man, why why can't the MCU be real? I know, right? It, Jeez, would, it man. would just make things so much better. I mean, the closest we have, and I'm always grateful for, is when Chris Evans, you know, uh, counter tweets somebody who uh, he is. Uh, it it hurts to like him, man. Really? Yeah, because it's you know because I'm t- Team Tony, and oh, he's God, always <laughs> like he's always the one who's just like you know. Uh, Steve King tweets something like racist or Trump tweets something racist. And then Chris Evans is like one of the first people to be like, you know what? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> these this these are the facts of why you're wrong. and You could <laughs> suck it. OK. And I'm just like. Cap forever. <laughs> Team Cap. Team Cap. We don't trade lives, but we do trade insults. <laughs> Believe that shit. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn, son. Yeah. And you're about to find out. Like, I just, oh, love it. Love it. Oh, man. I'm just a kid from Brooklyn. I love that. Um, Though you did raise your fist um, uh, in a very menacing way when we went to go see Civil War. And he um, he finally, like, outdid Spider-Man. He was like, you got a lot of heart, kid. Where are you from? He's like, Queens. Yeah. And he shook his head. He's just like. Gesture to he's like Brooklyn. Brooklyn, yeah, and you weren't, you were like, God damn it, <laughs> it's because he's so cool. 
they made him cool, which he, is like he had to he yeah, had to grow into it. You he know? did. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that was that was really awesome for Ruth Bader Ginsburg to like just she's she's back at work, she's still working. Yeah. So you know, we wish her the best. Absolutely, the absolute best. Yes. Um, going back to midterm elections, uh, we're just going to try to get through the news really quick so we can get weird again. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know if we, I wanted to talk about this, but the, uh, the, the shooting, mm, right? Yeah. I know this is a very dark subject and like our hearts go out to the families of the victims always and uh of course we always we're we both advocate for gun control for the love of god gun control um and that doesn't mean knocking on everybody's door and taking their guns away no it just means making it really hard for psychos and and other such people minors uh to get these weapons and mow down like dozens of people like it's yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous it's I don't understand why it's so hard to understand that. Like, it, because the NRA pushes this stupid fucking agenda mm -hmm. of being like, they're going to come, they're going to take all your guns, and oh my God, it's going to be a totalitarian government, and they're going to change the Constitution. Uh, you know, P.S., let's abolish the 14th Amendment. Yeah, and it's like, like fuck what? you! Ugh, you know what? And it's just like, oh, it's <laughs> no, like... man. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, look at all these other, like, First world countries who have comprehensive gun control and don't have to deal with the shit. They've turned into total totalitarian like wastelands, right? Fucking Not Australia. Australia, Japan, England, Denmark, Sweden. Like, what the fuck? These are places where, well, you know, uh, the, the, and that's where, you know, the whole racist angle comes in. It's because, um, they want people of color to get mowed down. They want our numbers to be reduced. That's pretty the much, whole, uh, you know, and that may sound like a psychotic rant, mm -hmm. but, uh, but it's absolutely true. Yeah. It's absolutely they need true. this. I mean, this is, this is out of all the first world countries, this is the one that's supposed to be quote unquote, the melting pot. And the one that has, since its inception has been blaming people of color most of whom were either already here speaking about the indigenous folks or were forced to come here speaking about Africans. And then after those phases, they opened their doors to other groups just to have them do the labor that nobody else wanted to do. And then after all of that, after all of that, they still have the nerve to blame the problems of this country on those previous, previously mentioned marginalized and halfway genocided groups. Yeah. Or Jew, like, and Jewish people. And, well, Jews just have always gotten it. Yeah. Like, they've, no matter where they go, they it's, always get it. I don't, that's so sad. You know, but there's a, there's a duality there that I, I'm hoping the Jewish community um, wrestles with or comes to terms with one day because they, they have the um, ability to, at least in this country, racialize as white. So, they can both be a marginalized and a privileged group, depending on which way they present. And that causes that causes problems for other groups of color or other non-white groups, um, as well as, I'm sure, inter internal conflicts. Right. Like, you know, it's like, when do you when do you use that to protect yourself or get ahead? 
but at the same time by using it you also empower the oppressor so it's i'm i'm hoping that conversation is happening in the i'm sure it is but right. probably not on a on a big enough scale but right. you know we can say that about many groups i i completely agree with that um but it, i don't know it's just it's kind of telling that um people who survived this people who survived the Las Vegas shooter mm-hmm. at that the I think it was I believe it was the Mirage Hotel yeah um people who survived that actually died in this um that I think it's called the Thousand Oaks uh, Thousand bar. Oaks yeah um and it just it's a testament to how this these uh spree kills these mass ma- these mass shootings mm-hmm. um how they're so normal in the American vernacular that you can walk out of one and step into another massacre. Oh my God. It's, and it's crazy. I can't imagine if there, whoever survived the, um, the mass shooting at the Mirage hotel and were there, did anybody else who survived that survived this one as well at thousand Oaks? Yes, I can't. I cannot imagine the level of trauma that must be in that person's mind right now. I mean, it's like this. It's like like this gun violence is just following people around yeah. because guns are so readily available, mm-hmm. um, and uh, people who have serious problems like this shooter who uh, was an army vet who had severe, you know, um, you know. Uh, psychological issues and PTSD and whatnot, he was still able to get a hold of a gun and didn't, still able to, to, you know, do the, the evil that he did. Didn't he also have, uh, didn't he also have a record though? Like, yeah, he had a record. Now this is what I'm saying. How can somebody who already has a record still have access to weapons? Like, I'll say this much, right? To drive a car, something neither you nor me can do. <laughs> well, we can, just probably not very well. <laughs> no. And with, without significant property damage to the cars around Correct. us, you know? But we can figure out a car. Right. You know? But like... Pedal go. <laughs> pedal stop. Wheel. Turn. Yeah. <laughs> the lights and, the lights though i don't i don't even yeah know. i don't know i don't even know how to turn on them. how do you signal left i, I don't know. magic <laughs> but my point being is that um you know not to sound glib or anything but it's like to uh, drive a car you must take an exam mm-hmm uh, you must take a few exams. You know, there's yeah. the you know there's the written test and there's the driver test to see if you're competent enough. You're competent enough to drive a thing that could possibly put people in harm's way, and and you know you have to be safe about it, and you have to like know how to drive, right? Why is that not the same thing with guns? I mean like fuck it's 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 a no-brainer because that's your right as an american oh my god you're pulling up charlton heston yes i am (laughs) it was a great send-up they did of him on uh, family guy in their early days when they were super super funny um (laughs) 
I think. Oh, back back in season one and two. I think so. Yeah. It's like one of the characters like irresponsibly used a gun and just shot it randomly, and it and it hit Charleston Heston, and uh, the character was like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." It, I'm sorry. It was um the uh, the crippled cop. Okay. Yeah, he had Jeez. he had shot uh, Charlton Heston. He was just like, "Oh my God, I'm so sorry." He was like, "That's all right, son. It's your right as an American." And then he passed out. He was like, "Oh!" And hit his temple on the side of a car. <laughs> so it was, just, it, was, it was just like, but that there's a there's a madness there that is that is real life. Right. You know, I mean, there there are so many folks in this country who don't bat an eye at at something like this, both gun owners, both gun owner, people who own guns and who don't. It's like, it's becoming part of the, the, the normalcy of living in this country. I just don't feel the country gripped in the same way as even mass shootings last year. Okay. Like this last one happened and it's tragic and it, it really, really is. But I don't see the, the coverage or the news, or just the feeling in the air about this, because it's just like, all right, this happened this week, uh, the week prior, um, you know, uh, some people were shot in a supermarket, and uh, in that same week, those two poor, those two poor souls, man. And the same week, pipe bombs were sent around the country to high, um, to uh, high influence officials. It's like next week, all all of them Trump's enemies. Yeah. Next week, you know, uh, uh, probably a row of tanks going down, like one of the roads in San Francisco. Who knows? Right. Um, it's so funny how how um, Trump plays the Trump weaponizes victimhood. Mm-hmm. Both him and Fox News weaponize victimhood to a crazy degree, because you know he's like uh, when people have brought that up to him before, um, in news conferences and stuff like that. He he immediately is like. Hey, look! That's the Democrats' fault. It's the fault of the, of the, of the media and the press. That's whose fault it is. Hmm. This is not my fault. I, if anything, I'm the you know implicating him, like implying that he's the victim, hmm. you know, hmm. in all this. But he's just, he's just a lion sack of shit. You can't. You, you took the words right out of my mouth. I mean, he. Here's the thing. Any person with half a logical brain does not believe anything that he says, but it's his it's his core followers. It's the cult of Trump that always gets whipped up into a fervor over anything that he says and believes absolutely anything. I right. was I was listening to um, while I was at work today. I was just listening to random clips from The Daily Show okay. with Trevor Noah and. They had done some like uh, on the street interviews at some Trump rallies or just anywhere in. Tr- oh, those are, those it, are always gems. Yeah, the the absolute creme de la creme of the human race. But they were interviewing people like right after he had announced Space Force. And the some of the shit that came out of these people's mouths is like, well, I believe that you know at some point ISIS is going to get to space, and we need to have a space force in order to come. I'm just like. Wow. Space ISIS? Yes. Spices? Spices, yes. (laughs) We're going to have spices in space. Spices in space. Spices in space. Um Oh my god. Uh it's it's so weird that you bring that up because today I was hearing like I overheard a conversation between um 
two women who were, were obviously they were Trump supporters. Um, and I heard them try the the I heard what I can only describe as magical logic um, <laughs> to rationalize the firing of Jeff, Jeff Sessions. Jeff Sessions, that by the way, that whole thing that happened with uh, Jeff Sessions getting getting fired mm-hmm. um, was really weird because on the one hand, I'm just like, um, holy shit, Mueller's investigation is in trouble mm-hmm. because Trump right now is like a, a dog with his animal to like, blah. he's like a dog with his back to the wall. You know, mm-hmm. he's ready to bite. And I think he's ready to like any day now. He's gonna like, he's gonna get his lackey. What was his name? The new attorney general that he's trying to appoint, Whitaker. Mm-hmm. He's gonna try to get him to fire Mueller mm-hmm. or to limit his resources to the point where it just like dismantles the investigation yeah. altogether. They're probably gonna try to cut his fund, the funding for the investigation first. Yeah, that son of a bitch. Anyway, I hope he, that doesn't happen. But uh, uh, you know. On the one hand, I was like, oh, shit, you know, Mueller's, inve- Mueller's investigation is going to be in trouble. And then on the other hand, I was just like, fuck Jeff Sessions. He's the worst piece of shit that ever was. Yeah. Um, and it, what's crazy is, like, on his way out, um, he signed some kind of piece of legislature. Hold on. Let me pull this up. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm really not sorry to see Jeff Sessions go, but it's, it's more about the blatant obstru- obstruction of justice uh, that is bound to follow. And given Trump's pattern and record, he is going to try some sort of major move uh, with the Mueller investigation, probably either around Thanksgiving or Christmas. Yeah. But uh, here, here's what it was. The last piece of legislation that he signed makes it virtually impossible for federal government civil rights attorneys to rein in unconstitutional policing. So they're just like... the fuck? Yeah. So they're just like, you know, on my way out from hell's heart, I stab a thing. You know? And then he's just like, makes it okay for cops to beat the shit out of like, let's face it, people of color um, and not get in trouble over it, even if there's like body cam footage of it. Because, you know, it's a fucking big blue mafia. Wow. I am pissed off and I and that was like, oh my god! We need to get through this as fast as possible. We so. gotta get this guy out uh, by 2020. Like he's gotta go. We gotta do something about the Senate, which is gonna be, it's gonna be hard to flip. Um, coming this uh, this next election, because they the Republicans entrenched themselves even further with the seats that they picked up. Uh, which weren't many because they already had the majority, but like oh, for like not not the House, the Senate, the Senate, right. yeah, the Senate's going to be really hard to flip. But um, we gotta we gotta do it because these motherfuckers are fucking scorching the earth. There's some strangeness going on with the midterm elections. I don't know. We were talking about it before the show started. Yeah, with regards to uh, the race uh, in Florida, in mm-hmm. Arizona, with uh, Kirsten Cinema. Uh, Andrew Gillum and Stacey Abrams. Yeah, right? yeah, but you know they've officially entered recount territory, right? Which is really encouraging in many ways because it it shows that wow the margins were really close and there was a certain 
weirdness, especially to the Florida race. It's something that Tim Wise uh, pointed out in his latest podcast. Um, by the way, folks, if you don't listen to um, sp uh, Speak Out with Tim Wise, who is on Podomatic, who, uh, which is a service we are also on, uh, just trying to give a big up to another fellow Podomatic oh, yeah. broadcaster. Um, he stated, he was just like, what's really weird is that, um, what was it, uh, proposal four or something along those lines, basically the proposal to uh, refranchise folks after they have served their uh, prison sentences, um, ex-cons, because before that, once you go to prison in Florida, your rights to vote are like permanently stripped away. That's right. You yeah, know, yeah. and it, it basically takes you like jumping over a mountain in order to even have a hope of getting it back. But now, since this proposal has gone through, they are automatically re-endowed with their uh, with their rights as citizens after they've served their time. Bravo. You know, which Bravo. is amazing, which is a very, very progressive um, thing to push through. But then we're seeing that um, Andrew Gillum's opponent DeSantis got more votes it doesn't really make sense it's like because it's the same voter pool voting on this on this proposal as well as the the governorship there yeah there is something really odd about all this stuff especially what's going on in Florida and Arizona mm. which is like I read a statistic about like um uh 18 it was like something like 18 percent of black people voted for desantis and i was just like that doesn't that sound kind of fucking high that yeah. seems wrong to me yeah um there, but there were a lot of cases uh reported of uh, some of these voting machines like flipping people's votes yeah which is really 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 frightening right. it's like if if the apparatus to make the change in terms of voting is is that broken i mean we've heard inklings of this year over year election over election um and it's about time like we do something about it because this essentially makes the country like not functional in terms of the political sphere it makes it like the people have no say right if, if this just keeps happening it, it's a, it's this kind of voter suppression is one of the very things that will eat away at our, uh, again, our, our political infrastructure like a cancer, um, because this is this is high corruption mm -hmm. uh, to a startling degree, you know, and I think we should we should really think about mobilizing politically, mm -hmm. you know. Um, trying to you know do more of our part in in like you know uh progressive parties and stuff like that because that's the only way uh we're going to you know try to dismantle this this level of awful disgusting behavior that's being exhibited by like um what i consider to be trump politics mm -hmm. uh which is just another way of saying it's dirty politics yeah so yeah, that's pretty much it. Uh, so that's that's it, people. Mobilize. Get yourself together. That's right. We're taking down the lizard people now. <laughs> um, so oh, so I, I, have, I have a feeling that's gonna haunt us one day. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know, right? Like they're gonna they're gonna take that that fucking that like they're they're gonna uh, take that clip out of context and they're <laughs> just gonna like 
you know, Fox News is going to be like, you know, in between making fun of <laughs> Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for not having enough money to move to D.C. because she's a working class, like hard working, like person, salt yeah. of the earth uh, and I not mean, applauding her for like getting as far as she did. Look, look, look who we're talking about, <laughs> yeah. though. Fox News. I mean, these are the people who believe that that the uh, the the Parkland survivors are crisis actors yeah. like give me a break. Like and and like in between like laughing at Alexandria Ocasio Cortez and playing doctored footage, uh, released by the White House and that lying sex shit, Sarah Huckabee Sanders. Mm-hmm. Um, there. Uh, what was my point? Fuck. <laughs> in between. Oh no, I was my point being was in between that they're gonna have like they're gonna be like Radio Free Brooklyn promotes violence, you know, <laughs> and then they're gonna play our clip and then we're just gonna be like. Dude, we're famous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Listen to us on iTunes, Podomatic. Yeah. Catch us on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> and Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I actually meant that. I, I felt like things are just so crazy that several months from now, we actually are going to be fighting lizard people. Um, and it's we're going to be like, we didn't, we didn't see this one coming, you know? Yeah. So. <laughs> You're citing the wrong Quicksilver. <laughs> There's a wrong Quicksilver? Yeah. The the Avengers one is the wrong Quicksilver. Oh, but he's the one who's officially in the MCU. Uh sucks. <laughs> I thought you were actually talking about that um He might come back, you know. What? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In the Soul Stone. Not I mean just in general. I feel I feel like the all right. I'm just gonna save it for I'm just gonna save it for robots because you, you know how we get. But I'm yeah. sorry, you were gonna say. I was going to say, I'm Pablo Morale Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancibo. And together we are. Robots, robots versus, versus taxes. taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes. All right. Now we're in the robots yeah, section. Yeah, now we're in the robots section. So whew, let's switch gears. For Avengers 4, I feel like the entire universe is going to be flipped in some way. I feel like reality is going to be shifted for a lot of characters. That's how we're going to get certain characters to come back. That's how we're going to lose certain characters. I have this feeling, and I can't shake it. I think that... Cap is not going to die. He is going to sacrifice himself, but he's going to end up back in his own time. Oh my God. Did you get this from anywhere? Who told you this? No. Who's talking to you? (laughs) Who do you work for? (laughs) Where's the trigger? (laughs) But um, no, it just came to me. I just thought to myself, like thinking of his character arc, he's he's heroic. He's sacrificed himself for him to just do it again. Like, just willingly throw himself into like death's embrace. It's like, yeah, that could be the way he goes out, but I'm thinking a way to make it permanent, but at the same time, honor the character and keep a certain thread, you know, in the comic books, he could uh, end up back in his own time. Um, Meanwhile, the Avengers of our time think that, you know, he actually died. And then one of them, you know, happens to see old man, Steve, at some pl- at some point, you know, you off in the distance, sort of like the end of like the Dark Knight Rises, you know. Oh my God! He's in Paris, you know, having a uh, a beer. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> it's like he's gonna be really uh, old, so he's gonna be probably like having an Activia. Um, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> but I think that would be really popping cool. Viagra, getting ready to plow Peggy. Yeah, like, <laughs> and Peggy's still into it. She's like, oh yeah, yeah. Steve. Forgotten country. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Peggy's like, for the queen, you know. 
because she gets down. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure she does. Yeah, <laughs> but um, that would be you know, crass remarks aside, <laughs> that would be uh, uh, one of if they were to go that way, that would probably be one of the most beautiful ties to Cap's story. Yeah. Yeah, which mean yeah, which would be like he goes back to his time and he lives out his life Mm. with Peggy. That would be awesome. Oh my god, (gasps) that would be really awesome. I hope so. Who knows? We'll see. But um, what other thoughts or theories do you feel like uh, are going to happen in Avengers Four? This podcast is essentially coming becoming partially like the Avengers Four. Yeah, it's 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 pretty much like. God. All Avengers all the time. <laughs> we are obsessed. Once we get into the new year, it's going to be ridiculous. Yeah. Like, we're basically going to be frothing on the air every week. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm so psyched for it, you know. Uh, and I, I, I honestly, I really can't wait because I'm just like, you know, uh, they're talking about, you know, I've seen like, uh, what's it called? Um I can't tell if it's fan art or it's actual leaked like concept art, mm-hmm. but I've seen art of uh, Tony repairing Nebula, and I'm like, whoa! And she's wearing a uh, an Avengers like the the symbol, oh, you know, shit. a suit. So I'm just like, Nebula's an Avenger? Oh, Weird. Shit. Okay. That would be that would be really cool. Yeah, I know. Oh man. I mean, there's a lot of stuff as the months go on. Stuff is just going to keep on leaking, like especially like in the toy arena. There have been uh, shots of like some of their new costumes that um, aren't that are bearing a striking, striking resemblance to the first Ant-Man's like technical suit that he wore. Um, And people are saying like, oh, well, this means that they're all going to be like traveling through time and da, 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 together yeah. stuff like this i'm like all right all right man <laughs> like i'm just ready i'm ready for all of it this movie better be four hours long yes <laughs> i mean they, they released a runtime they said it was going to be like the longest marvel movie ever so i'm just like yes oh, <laughs> i bet it's going to be three hours I be, this is going to be the first marvel movie probably with an intermission <laughs> oh dude oh if in the middle of it it turned into in, like it's just the word intermission came up, I'd just be like, "Yes, <laughs> yes, I love it, cinema." <laughs> Holy shit! It'd be like an evening at the ballet. Yeah, exactly. Where people punch each other in the <laughs> face, <laughs> and throw lasers and punching <laughs> and bending <Rock>. tights. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. Dude, what do you think of this Breaking Bad movie that's going to come out? You told me about that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm I'm of two minds about it. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I deserve that. Yeah. I deserve that. But Almost threw uh, my neck out. <laughs> <laughs> On one hand, it's, you know, it's Breaking Bad. Like, it's one of the best TV series to ever grace any television. Um but again, like it seemed like at the end of that series, they wrapped things up pretty, uh, pretty succinctly. So from what you told me, this will basically be following around Jesse. That's what that's what rumor around the campfire is. And it's his life afterward. And I'm sure there'll be flashbacks to the times with him and Walter White. So, you know, Brian Cranston will be involved with the project because, I mean, how could you not involve him? Right. 
Um, but uh, it, I just hope it's not like one of those things that dilutes the the mythos of uh, Breaking Bad because um, it could just be a cash grab, you know? I don't think so because, you know, Vince Gilligan is involved and okay. I I trust that dude. That dude loves I know you haven't you haven't watched have you watched Better Call Saw? I haven't. Okay. But um sorry, I feel like I cut you off there. No, no, no. Right, no. Yeah. Uh, Better Call Saul is oh man. It's it's not the same like uh like tension building it's not full of those tension building moments. It's just re- a lot of focus on character, especially the character of um, Saul Goodman, aka Jimmy McGill, right? Okay. Uh, and it's it's amazing. I love it. I love Better Call Saul. And to me, uh, that show plus Breaking Bad, just it it makes me really think about how much Vince Gilligan loves his characters and cares so much about them. So I honestly don't think this is going to be a cash grab. I think it's going to be like, I think it's going to be great. Hmm. Like, I really think it's going to be great. It's going to be like a Coen brothers style movie. Well, kind of practically is. So, um, I, I hope so. I hope that we, it doesn't end up like, I liked Caprica. Okay. But But I mean that's different. Caprica was a series, you know? It wasn't a movie. <laughs> okay. I mean, you know, these these one-off movies uh even the one-off movies were like, you know, in terms of Battlestar Galactica, like remember uh, Battlestar Galactica the plan? That's true. Not so good. That's true. Nah. That's true. I liked Razor though. Razor was dope. Yeah, Razor was That's fucking d- awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Whew. Oh man. But um speaking of uh one-off movies, I don't want to spoil anything, but I was just, you know, lingering around the internet. And are you still following The Walking Dead? Uh no, but I'm very curious to see how Rick Grimes goes out. Okay. So I probably will catch like uh, you know, a re like you know, I will watch the episodes. <sighs> okay. That means I I'll have to commit myself to the Walking Dead again. <laughs> and I really don't want to do it. And then now they're talking about like speaking of cash grabs, when I think of cash grab, I think of like AMC announcing that there will be three Walking Dead movies with Rick Grimes in it, and I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I, I don't care. That's what I wanted to allude to. It's just like, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I could see these as movies, you know. But I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they'll oh, be. You don't want to see the Walking Dead extended universe? Oh God! Look, uh, whatever. Like, unless it I crosses get... over with Breaking Bad, yeah. as they insinuated. Um, that would be ridiculous. You know. No, I'm not saying that that would spoil Breaking Bad, but it would spoil Breaking Bad. <laughs> Although, you know, you know, if it gets Deny Guerrero more screen time, <laughs> you are completely fine with you're that. You're down. It's just like, yeah, just you yeah, know. yeah, fuck it, yeah, you know. I'll watch it at home alone with the lights off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry to be a creep, but I'm a creep. 
because <laughs> I love Denai Guerrero so goddamn much. You know not to enter the apartment when uh, Pablo starts to sound like uh, Owen Wilson. <laughs> it's just, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> wow. <laughs> Then he throws a kid. Yeah. And then, <laughs> then Owen Wilson throws a kid off a roof. <laughs> oh, man. Every time I think about, like, the, like, I just imagine that kid has, like, if that kid grew up, he would have nightmares about being thrown off the roof. <laughs> and he'd just, like, wake up in a cold sweat and be like, no, Owen Wilson, don't throw me off the roof. <laughs> Oh, God. That movie just wasn't worth it. No, it wasn't. I still haven't watched it either. Who who cares? <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but speaking of movies we did watch, we both watched Apostle. Yes. This past Apostle. week. Apostle. Gareth Evans' uh, fourth movie? Yeah, fourth movie. I got to say, I dug it. It was cruel at certain points, but... It was so... It was weirder than I would have thought. Yeah. Like the whole like the or the 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 truth about the island. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um now I know we're talking a lot about uh this movie this movie's like a you know it's a it's a period horror film that takes place in like what it, the 1800s 1700s yeah, just about. Um uh and it's very British. It takes yes. place on a British isle. Oi. Yeah, <laughs> those are horrible British accents. Yes, um, but yeah, uh, and you know, it's it. It reminded me a lot. I don't know if you've you've ever seen the movie The Wicker Man, and not the Nicolas Cage. Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't seen, no, <laughs> that that's definitely one we should watch for bad movie night. Okay, um, but the original Wicker Man was really good, um, and it's about a cop who at the time was not Nicolas Cage. A British cop that goes to an island to investigate the disappearance of a girl. And uh, he, you know, he's searching around for her. And then he finds, like, this supernatural uh, kind of cult. Kind of like uh, an apostle. Mm-hmm. You know, where, um, uh, what's his name? The guy from Legion. Dan Stevens. That was him. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's got, like, the only stare. By the way, he's like, like when he looks up, he's like yeah, piercing blue he, eyes. He's just, he's got that look down that like, nothing is normal for me anymore. <laughs> I'm not experiencing this the way you are. Are you still watching Legion, by the way? I haven't even gotten past the first episode. Okay. I've, that I've, first episode is so good, though. It is. No, don't get me wrong. It's very good. I, I, I'm just, I just haven't been good about watching TV. Yeah, you haven't. You gotta get on that, buddy. You gotta. I still haven't watched Daredevil, folks. So. <laughs> if you follow us on yes. Twitter, you'll know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Passive aggressive much? <laughs> Allez, who? Allez, her. <laughs> um, I don't know. Why. You know, sometimes I like to watch clips of Ace Ventura. I don't know why. <laughs> He he was he was the voice of a generation. Yes. You know, he you know, fuck Kanye. He this <laughs> fucking Ace Ventura. I don't know about anybody else, but I, I definitely think that 
that character could make a comeback. Um, not exactly in the same iteration that he was in the 90s. <laughs> yeah, the, b- both those movies don't age well they at all. They don't. It's like they, you know, humor at that time was based on like, oh, you know, we we just pull out every stereotype and you laugh. Oh, and, transphobia. You know. People from Africa. Yeah, you know, it's like, like all of that, you know. Uh, now, if they brought him back and he made fun of himself on that, I think it could work. Yeah, that but, would work. Yeah. If it got meta, like Ace Ventura goes meta. Yeah. Know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would work. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I just love the uh, in uh, Ace Ventura when nature calls when he's driving the 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 jeep through the jungle and mm-hmm. he's like singing the chitty chitty bang bang yeah. song. <laughs> And then he par he rolls the car over and then he parks it and he's like like a glove. I, I just think that's hilarious. I don't know why. I grew up with that shit, man. I- <laughs> oh man, who can forget when he uh, when he's when he sort of uh, self birthed out of that mechanical rhino? Dude, that is one of the <laughs> finest moments of film ever captured. I don't think that. Like, people talk about, like, oh, The Godfather. Oh, The Godfather. And Citizen Kane, this. I'm just like, is it? But is it a man getting birthed out of a mechanical rhino? I think not. And I will leave, but not without the shrimp. You know, I'll just grab a handful of shrimp as I get exited out of the Red Lobster. To be and scene, sorry. Very nice. You paint quite a picture, my friend. My God. Jeez. Good day, sir. Just walking out with pockets full of shrimp. <laughs> but yeah, to be on set that day when he when he they shot that scene, people must must have been like just open jawed. Like oh, yeah. look at what he's doing. Look at what he's doing. <laughs> does he know if he, does he even know if the camera's rolling? Just let him go. Just let him go. <laughs> Just like how hard must have been for people not to laugh when that shit was happening. It's like the weirdest thing to have ever happened. How many takes must that have taken? I have no idea. One. (laughs) I can only imagine there's like one. Like certain like he I don't know. Um certain aspects of, of, of his movies. Are just kind of like jaw dropping and what he got away with. Yeah, like I remember him. You know, like I don't know if you remember me, myself, and Irene. Yes. When uh, when he when he turns at one point, and then you know this lady's feeding her baby. Oh God! <laughs> I will never let that image go. Just like of her looking down, and he's just like suckling on her teats, and he, <laughs> she's just like horrified, and he's just like. Mm-hmm. I was like, you oh think my that god, was that was real. Yeah, that was real. Um, I just, yeah, that was definitely real. That sense of humor will not fly. Anymore. Yeah, yeah, no, I don't think it's they. It's definitely will. of an era. Certainly. Anyway, when does Punisher come out? I don't know. It's a bad time for Punisher. Yes. Well, it was a bad time for Punisher this time last year as well. Yeah, they keep pushing that back, which is. Is it because it's of what's just, happening or because like they're still yeah, working because, on it? Yeah, because, well, they're not pushing it back now. I think they're still working on it. Okay. But I, uh, the first time around, they were pushing it back. It was supposed to debut at Comic-Con that first season mm-hmm. uh, at the New York Comic-Con like 
last 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 year mm-hmm. uh and it didn't because you know there was a shooting i forget i think it was the Mir- the mirage the las vegas okay. uh, shooting and uh it definitely got pushed back and now there's like that's the thing is like we're both fans of hyper violent movies we just mm-hmm. watched the raid mm-hmm. um those movies i feel like as as our culture grows more violent, it's just going to affect our movie-going experience yeah. further. For sure, for sure. I mean, if you are, if you're a person who has some semblance and respect for human life, then you can't help but to draw a parallel between the reality and the fiction that you see. And I think any conscientious moviegoer um, is going to make those comparisons with any subject matter that they go see. Um, it's the people who are unhinged that watch those movies and <laughs> become inspired. Yeah. Uh, but it's but those movies are not the cause of it. The, th- these movies just have depictions. But listen, we this nation has been just one long violent depiction from its inception you could the i mean we still have yahoos uh running around who uh, have read about and watch videos about nazi germany and suddenly think that oh yeah that's what i am or people who wish that we were in the good old days of slavery or you know oh why can't you just lynch somebody and just get a slap on the wrist you know it's like it's it's why can't i wear a shirt with the confederate flag and a noose on it exactly get it's away like, with it. oh my god and and go vote you yeah. know it's like this that's just what's woven into the fabric of uh this country the violence has been there the violence was there before video games and it was blamed on something else then video games came along and we blamed it on that then movies like the matrix and other things and marilyn Manson came out and we blamed it on them and now you know, we blame it on hip hop, on hip hop yeah. and everything else. And then, you know, in a few years, we'll blame it on some new VR thing. It's like, who knows? The cycle continues. The cycle of blame continues you know, before we actually get down to the brass tacks of it. It's just like, you know what? Maybe it's just the way we're like raising ourselves that is making it conducive to violence because we're not the only country in the world who has all this stuff, who has violent video games, movies history and stuff like that many many nations around the uh, around the world have this but they don't have the same problem so it must be the culture of people i totally agree with you um also i want to say that like you know you were talking about like in the future mm-hmm. um and i just wanted to interject with saying like you know in the future our show will probably still be around because I'm Pablo Morales Martinez. And I'm Ernesto Mancivo. And together we are Robots, Robots versus, versus Taxes on Radio Free Brooklyn. All right, people out there, listeners, try keeping it real. But you should try keeping it right. Song of the Week. Song of the Week.